Thank you for tuning in to Church on the Rock podcast. We have a great sermon in store for you. We hope this message challenges you, builds you, and motivates you into taking the next step in your purpose with God. Enjoy the sermon. All right, Ephesians chapter 1. I wanted to talk to you about praying in the Spirit. And I had started that, that session on praying in the Spirit. I didn't finish it. It's a lot of things uh, to teach. But our inheritance is a spiritual inheritance. And we have to learn how to um, live a spiritual life. And understand the spirit realm. I was so pray- thankful for Dr. Jacobs and praise God y'all refreshed him. And um, I had never heard him minister better on angels uh, Sunday. If I was you, I would get on um, Facebook and I would sit down with that message and take notes. I've been with him 36 years. And you don't know how many times I've sat where you're sitting right now. And he said, open your Bible. We're going to talk about angels tonight. Amen. And that was probably of all that he could have covered. He capsulized it better than I've ever seen him capitalize it. I'm just telling you that. And um, you need to know when the supernatural just happened to you. You know, you can't, you don't let messages that touch you, okay, that was a good service. No, that may be a message you need to study for a whole year. You know when he said something, he said, he said, it ain't like I just started living like this. Right. Right. This it's accumulation of manifestations yeah. that he's, te- he's teaching out a treasure. Yeah. He was teaching out of, that's what you got Sunday yeah. was, was his treasure. Yeah. Ever since he was a little boy, an angel showed up and ministered to him and his legs got healed by the power of God. Yeah. And he didn't have to have surgery on his legs. He, he was going through a lifelong uh, a, a ministry of angels in his life because angels are there for everybody but everybody don't see them right. for, for some reason for some people they get manifestation but they're there right. amen praise amen. God by faith amen yes. it's by faith first sin last yes. amen praise God and so he, he poured out of his heart and gave that to us and um, what a blessing yes. and so um, and and then the, the scripture he gave in Psalms 48. The angel is assigned to you your whole life long. Yes. Amen. To empower your life, to bless you, praise God, and your children. Yes. You can go to sleep at night about right. your kids. Amen. Amen. Ain't nobody yes. can keep you up like your kids. That's right. Say amen to that, y'all that got kids. Amen. Don't be like, oh, kids ain't no problem. And then the grandkids next. Yes. Praise God. Hallelujah. Family can keep you up at night. Yes. Say amen to that. Praise yeah, God. Yeah, but, but you can pray. Praise God. And God will honor your prayers. And, um, and he has a plan for your household and his salvation for everybody in your house. Yeah, yeah. Amen. Praise God. And part of that salvation is ministered through the ministry of angels. Amen. amen. So look over in Ephesians. I'll try to get into praying in tongues because I wanted to do that. Because we, we had... Uh, we had a, a great reception of people receiving the baptism. I think everybody came up, received the Holy Spirit in their prayer language a, a month or so ago. And I've been trying to stay with that because the tendency is to start and stop. You don't start spiritual things and stop. 
You don't start reading your Bible and start. You don't start going to church and stuff. Stop, go, stop going to Kroger's. Do, do, do something, do something that, that, that it ain't going to matter if you praise God. It's not going to matter, praise God. Do something that is not going to matter if you stop. If you stop spiritual things, it will cost you. You stop spiritual things, it will cost you. You are a spiritual being. When you are born again, you are born from above. Amen. You have an earthly birth first, and then you have a spiritual birth second, and it's from above, and your name is written in heaven. You are citizens of heaven. You are seated in heaven. Your life is really a spiritual life, and you are ambassadors in the earth, but heaven is really your home. Amen. And you are here on assignment, and it's a spiritual assignment. Yes. It's a spiritual assignment, and the enemy wants to make the New Testament believer as natural as the people that are around them. And so you got you to do an inventory. What do I do spiritual every day? Right. Amen. 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 Praise God. If you, can't, if, you can't say, if you can't name something spiritual, then you'll live in a carnal life and you show up on church on Sunday and Wednesday night. Right. You're just showing up. And it's good you showed up. You did something spiritual. Amen. Because we're getting in the word. Praise God. But listen to what Paul said here in Ephesians chapter 1. And it says right here, Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, what? By the will of God. It is God's will what I'm doing. My apostolic assignment, an apostolic assignment is an assignment where you have the authority of the Lord Jesus Christ to exact uh, the mission of the kingdom just like you, he would if he was here. You're on an apostolic assignment. You have the power to do whatever he gave you authority to do if he was here himself. And it's a powerful assignment. That's the reason why when he got on these churches, he wasn't playing with them. When I come down there, y'all still tripping. It's going to be hard. It's going to be hard on some people when I get down there. He had authority. To, he had authority to exact, exact some judgment. He had some authority. It's some power in the mantles of the fivefold ministry. That's why the devil want to drown it out. So you don't understand the power in a pastoral manner. You don't understand the power of a prophet. And then, and then sent a whole bunch of squirrely people out. Just got born again last year. You hear what Dr. Jacob said? This is 45 years of ministry I'm giving you. I mean of, of sound ministry, of honorable ministry, of integrity. Not some of this unproven stuff that's running around here. My goodness. He said, I'm apostle by the will of God. To the saints that are at Ephesus, not the ain'ts, but the saints. Amen. Amen. I like to say this. It's not the ain'ts. I ain't going to do this. That, you're going too far. No, he said to the saints. The saints mean devoted people. Amen. This takes devotion. Yes. This is not a part-time assignment. This is not half-timers and cheerleaders. This is on the field, amen, yes. really involved in the game. Yes. <laughs> Praise yes. God. That's what it means. To people that are devoted yes. to spiritual things first. That's why Jesus said in Matthew chapter 6, verse 33, if you put the kingdom first, yes. put it first. Don't put it second. Don't put prayer second. Don't put reading your Bible second. No. Don't put praying in the spirit second. No. Don't put the will of God second. No. It has to become first place. Spiritual things have to become first place in your life. Your occupation is just where you go to evangelize or, or just to be a light in the world. So that people know that believers are different. Yes. You're there just to be a witness where you go. Amen. 
And, 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 that's, and that's not how you get all your wealth. You get your wealth by seeking the kingdom first. Yeah. And then all these things shall be added unto you. Yeah. And the kingdom is a spiritual kingdom. Right. Yes, Amen. <laughs> Amen. Praise God. God is not trying to just use your job for the source of your wealth. No. That's not what your Bible teaches. Whatsoever things you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. I give you keys to the kingdom of heaven. Amen. Whatever you bind on earth shall Amen. be bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Amen. And you are heirs of God and join heirs with Jesus Christ. And he supplies all your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Your job can't pay you for what you worth. But the kingdom can. He said, go in the vineyard and work. And whatever is right, I will pay you. You get to set your own salary. Determine what's right. Amen. In the kingdom and I will pay you. Amen. He told him, go in the vineyard and work. And whatever we agree on, that's what we pay you. Amen. But that's coming out of a spiritual book. It's better than just looking on the job chart and just how much they pay if you've been here so long and all that kind of stuff like that. Yeah, some of you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and to the faithful in Christ Jesus, notice this book's got qualifiers in verse 1. I'm going to say it again. This book has qualifiers in verse 1. It's written to the saints, not the ain'ts. Amen. It's written to the faithful, not the quitters. Right. Amen. Amen. So everybody else, you know, if they ain't the saints and the faithful, they can just close it right now. You're reading somebody else's letter. Right. You're reading somebody else's mail. You have to determine whatever the Lord assigned me to do. I'm, I'm, I'm there to the end. Amen. I'm devoted to what I'm devoted to your cause, Jesus. Amen. Yes. I'm devoted to your cause for your sake. I do what I do for your sake, for your purpose. For your reason. That's why I do what I do. I don't do what I do till I, I'm not feeling good about it anymore. Right. I'm doing it for your sake, for what you want. Yeah. Amen. Praise yeah. God. And it's tremendous blessings in this. And then he goes, our grace and peace from God our Father and from our Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be the God and Father our Lord Jesus. That have blessed who have blessed us. That means I'm empowered for success. Yeah. The devoted, the faithful are empowered to succeed. Boy, I got some blessings to talk to you about Sunday. Yeah. Amen. Praise God. Dr. Jacobs, help me. Sir. They, they, are, they are empowered to succeed in whatever they put their hands to. There is no failure to the bless. Bless don't fail. Bless don't fail at nothing. Because I got angels helping me. I got the Holy Ghost helping me. I got Jesus helping me. I got the Father. I'm empowered. The, all the forces of heaven are arrayed on my side. And what it said, if it hadn't been for the Lord on our side, where would we be? And if God be for you, who can be against you? There is no failure for the faithful. There is no failure to the devoted. But the ain'ts and the can'ts and the quitters, we ain't talking about them. Don't even try to, don't even, don't even evaluate the word, associate, associate the word blessed with them. You can't quit and win anything. Amen. Not in this. The Bible says you stand. Having done all, you stand. Yes. Amen. Amen. You stand. You, you, you stand until the job is done, whatever the Lord assigned you to do. It's for the faithful. What does faithful mean? You can count on me. You can count on me. And if I tell you something, consider it done. Amen. 
If I say I'm with you, you never have to look back for me. That's right. I might be there before you get there. Amen. If I'm with you, people use that word so flippantly. They're quitters. They're not devoted. You can't count on them. Unless it's some their stuff. Then they looking up for everybody to be committed to. No, forget it. The Bible said, except you be faithful in what's another man's ministry, you can forget about yours. Yeah. That's Luke 12, 16, 12. Yeah. Except you've been faithful in another man's ministry. I appreciate Pastor Cynthia bringing Dr. Jacobs here to this city. Yeah. Amen. See, that's how she th always thought about him. Yeah. When you go, you can be there for people your whole life. And then when you go through something, everybody you laid your life down for, you can't count on them. Yeah, yeah. And I'm so glad she thought about that. And, 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 and Pastor Alvin and I talked, we paying for everything the whole week. Uh -huh. yeah. And you got blessed because of it. We funding the whole week for somebody. And he got so refreshed. He said he Wednesday night last week. He said something broke off me. He told me, why don't I just go home too? Somebody you live with for 40 years, why don't I just go home too? No, you can't go home. No, no. Something, you people, you better know it. Now you can count, you can count on one hand how many people you can have rightly divide the, the doctrine concerning angels. You don't know nobody like him. <laughs> Let me help you. You don't know nobody like him. I know we need him. This church needs him. You don't know nobody with a tangible anointing like that and all them miracles in the books and things like that. You need to know how to do that. So I, and, and the smart ones are calling him. Pastor Nancy said, come into California and stay a month in my own personal house. Pastor Morgan said, come down here and lay hands on my children. Why do you think they want that? What are you doing back here? You. Yeah, you. Come on back up here. I need you close. Hey Amen. I need you close. Uh-uh, no. Back row musician. Uh-uh. That's, that's, that's you too close to the door. I'm up here because it got a little crowded. Let it get a little crowded. It's going to get crowded around here because they, they coming. <laughs> Boy, you just need to know I'm going to be getting you. I'm going to be watching you like a... You, I done told you. I told you, man. You ain't listening to me. I see everything up here. Praise God. I just started to stop my message tonight because I want you to stay with the saints. I want you to stay with the faithful, even if it get a little crowded. That's right. That's right. You can't let conditions affect your determination. Amen. Praise God. No. I was glad we refreshed him. Yes. And then I can't tell you how he blessed y'all. We had to turn the camera off. <laughs> Maybe later on. Y'all get a new sound system? I ain't going to tell you how you got it. I ain't going to even tell you how you got it. Because somebody might be watching online. Don't sit down. Y'all going to get the equipment. Because it's already paid. Hey, 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 hey. 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 
Go on and get it. Get the cameras. Get the stuff. Lights, camera, action. <laughs> Go on and get it. <laughs> the blessing is real when you do it right. Bless be the Lord, God our Father, who have blessed us. Everybody ought to be winning. <laughs> he didn't say he blessed me. He said he blessed us. Some people act like they left out. <laughs> people be acting like they left out. <laughs> Some people be acting like they left out. Somebody wrote me, they said they want to pay for the, the floor and in the three rooms. I just thought about that. Praise in the classroom. Pay for The doors of the church are open. You can come by. <laughs> the doors of the church are open. You can come by. Letter by Christian experience or candidate for baptism. You ain't seen nothing yet. No, you ain't. Hallelujah. You need to read the prophecy book. And you need to send me your email, Brother Blackburn. Your wife asked for it. She wanted to know why we say our supply is full. Our supply is coming. Our supply is here. She said. <laughs> she wanted to know why we say that. Because the prophet told us to say it. In that 2011 prophecy, I laid down. I ain't laying it down now. Hallelujah. All right. Before I get on another subject. He has blessed us. That means you are empowered to succeed. You cannot be stopped where it concerns the plans and the purposes of God for your life. You cannot be stopped. There is no weapon formed. There is no enemy powerful and pulsating like it. Nothing can separate us. Amen. From the love of God which is in Christ. Neither death nor life. Nor things present nor things to come. No angel. No principality. No power. No creature shall be able to stop the plan of God for your life. Because he loves you that much. You ought to go to sleep at night. You're not supposed to be in fear and anxiety and worry. You're supposed to cast all your cares upon the Lord. Because he cares for you. You are the blessed. You are the empowered to succeed. They already got a crown of righteousness with your name on it waiting for you. They already got things in heaven waiting on you because you are the blessed and it's getting better and better every day because the days of the righteous, amen, the path just gets keep getting brighter. You're supposed to be saying it's getting brighter for me. Why people say because that word it. He blessed us. I'm committed. I'm going to the end. Amen. Amen. I'm going to the end. Yeah. You're looking at a finished yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm finishing. Yeah. Finishing with my wife. Yeah. Finishing with my children. Yeah. Finishing with you. Yeah. Finishing with my man of God. Yeah. Finishing with Jesus. Yeah. As song said, I've been going a long way, but I'm not tired yet. What that lady saying? <laughs> I've been on this road a long time and I'm not tired yet. 
y'all don't have that old time religion like y'all don't have that old time religion like I got alright he blessed us with all spiritual blessings I've been looking at that for years all of them every spiritual empowerment that God could give for us to fulfill our assignment has been already given Amen. every all spiritual blessings I said why didn't you just say all blessings but he put that word in there spiritual That makes it exclusive now because only the spiritual can get in there. Hallelujah. So I was with Dr. Jacobs. He had never done that to me in my life. He'd never done this to me when he was having these uh, healing services. And Pastor, that's the last time I saw my spiritual mom was at that healing service. And the first night she put her hand up, she said, no, you can't touch me because the chemo will affect your immune system and anything can get on me. But the next day she decided to let me hug her in spite of it all. That was our last contact. But when we were in that service, he, I got in the prayer line. He said, the pastors, come up here. I got something for you. Man, still giving out. Come on, man. Yeah. Yeah. And he prayed in tongues over me. He released tongues on me and just kept going. Because normally she may be that interpreted. I said normally she may be that interpreted. If you look at uh, the way they have ministered to me, most have been tongue interpretation. And then he walked off. I said, I guess I got to get this myself. <laughs> I asked him, I said, you've never done that? In 36 years I've known you. You all have always interpreted what you have ministered to me in tongues. I said, I guess I got to get this myself, don't I? He said, yes. So I started praying in tongues, and one day I got over in the spirit. See, that's our realm. Yes. Who was that? John said, I was in the spirit on the Lord's yes. day. Come on now. Yeah. If you're going to get spiritual blessings, you're going to have to get over in the spirit. Yes. Amen. Praise yes. God. It's great to come to church, but you got to get in the spirit. Yes. Praying in tongues is a door into the realm of the spirit. So if you never pray in tongues, you never initiate the spiritual realm. And if it's one thing the, the, the demonic world has done to attack the church is to take the spiritual away from it. It's a natural church doing natural things. Singing naturally, preaching naturally. It's just natural. Because you never see any super. That's why we got to have Dr. Jacobs. Because he comes to push the church into supernatural. You spend the whole time talking about the supernatural. That's what the whole, every time he got up and laying hands and ministering, it was all about the supernatural. And the spirit of revival, you could hear, you could, you, you could, you could sense it Wednesday night if you're spiritual. <laughs> you can sense it. I can sense it because it's still on. And it's on me too. 
It's a spirit of revival, praise yeah. God. Yeah. But see, I didn't let my pastor go in revival by himself. I'm looking for somebody that want to go. What is revival? You are out of your mind because the spirit is controlling the way you think, the way you talk, the way you walk, the way you live. And it's no longer you that liveth anymore. Paul said it's no longer I that liveth. Yeah, I'm still living, but Christ is living in me. And I have mortified myself. I'm dead to this world. And this world is dead to me. We need some folks that's going to get caught up in the realm of the spirit. We need some caught up people. Not people that are attached to this world. People have an attachment. Let some carnal be going on. They'll go to that before they get their Bible. They'll go to that before they get in prayer. And as soon as the spirit of darkness hit them, they want to know where Jesus is. I'm with you. I promise you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. I'd be with you till the end of the world. Somebody sang a song. God, I want you to hold me. He never let you go. Yeah, I was talking about last night. And that thing and saying, I said, that's, just, that's, just, that's, just, that's just so much unbelief. As if God just turns you loose out in the wild. And just let you go out there. It's like letting a, a two-year-old wander off the front porch to the neighborhood. And you turn around, I don't know where it is. I don't know where the child is. He said, I told you I'd never leave you. And I'm giving you, the, I'm giving you the Holy Spirit. He shall abide with you yes. forever. Yes. Now, why don't you sense his presence? Yes. Why do you act like ain't nobody there? Yes. Why do you act like nobody's there? Let me tell you something. They pull back the curtains. You ain't by yourself. Right. Whatever you're doing, the angels are there. The Holy Ghost is there. Jesus is there. If you think you're by yourself somewhere doing something, amen, in the booth, in the corner, in the dark, he said, go to the darkest place. I'm there to the highest of heights, to the lowest farthest. I'm there. You ain't never by yourself. But you will think, uh, well, everybody left. No, everybody ain't left you. There's a supernatural presence around you. You are a king and a priest unto the most high God. That's what the Bible says about you. Those are spiritual identities that I have to accept and become a part of that. Those are spi- that's part of my spiritual identity. Every demon knows you're seated with God. In heavenly places. Every one of them know you are joined in with Jesus Christ. Every one of them know you have access to the throne room. And he doesn't. And they, but you do. Every one of them know you have keys to the kingdom of heaven. And every one of them know you have the authority to cast out devils. Not play with them, throw them out. Every one of them know you. They know your inheritance. The Bible said the devil believes and shakes. He's afraid that somebody is going to read this and actually do this and get this job over with. But it's going to take some spiritual people. Jesus lived. He's a man that came from heaven and lived heaven while he was on earth. 
Christians are born again from heaven, but they living like they from hell. And so this scripture don't work. With all the singing and hoopla and preaching, I can't stand religion. Because it plays like it knows God. Until real trouble comes. Somebody called me up and said, well, the disciples in Mark chapter 9, they couldn't cast the demon out of the boy. And they waited and they got back to the cloth. They got back with Jesus privately and said, why couldn't we do this? He said, this kind only comes out by fasting and prayer. Fasting and prayer don't make you strong. Fasting and prayer help you find out why you couldn't do it. Right. Right. Because there's a lot of people went hungry and still couldn't cast out devils. There's a whole lot of people went hungry and still couldn't cast out devils. You just hungry and the devil's still on your tracks. Now fasting is prayers to find out. It don't make you stronger. Fasting and prayer helps you to get into the realm to see where you're missing it. So he got him out on the road. He said, what were y'all arguing about out there on the road? Just keep reading Mark chapter 9. The anointing was so successful in their life, they started beginning to believe they were greater than their brothers. They, and they didn't answer Jesus. He said, what was y'all out there arguing about? They wasn't arguing about it. You should have seen my miracle. You should have seen my miracle, Peter. You ain't all of that. I got some grease on me, too. Matter of fact, Jesus loved me more than all y'all put together. So what was y'all out there arguing about? Because the devil loves strife. Where there's strife and division. So now you can't cast him out. The evil's working. And a lot of times churches are singing and clapping. Choir number one can't stay in choir number two. People are competing for the pastor's attention. If he has pets, don't sit in my favorite place. You could get hurt today at church. People come to church, they knew the people don't even greet them, treat them like strangers, right in the house of God. And they want to know why. They can't do the work. The dirty, dirty, dirty is going on in section number two. Can't say nothing about it because the mother boy to get mad at you. Because that's her grandson over there. Same under that. I, I, I had a preacher tell me, pastor the church his whole life. They said, before we, before we set him down, we'll put you out. The boy went on down to Atlanta, died of AIDS. Homosexual. He's trying to save his life. But he could show enough play. I mean, the church could flat out, you could cut the rug in that church. <laughs> oh, yes, you could. But see, when you change, you can't, you can't do that no more. I used to just fold my hands after a while. I just fold my arms and I just sat there. 
till God got me out of this city and sent me to Dr. Jacobs. Amen. You got to do it God's way. Yes. You got a Bible, just read it. Fornicators have no inheritance. The devil can get you anytime he wants you. If that's the life you live in, you better be glad I get up and say, Father, deliver from every evil work. And preserve them into your heavenly kingdom and keep them by your power. You better be glad I get up and say that every day. Amen. Because I don't need emergencies. I pray to keep away emergencies. Amen. Amen. We're talking about being blessed. And it says, with all spiritual blessings. So he said, Keith, spiritual blessings are for the spiritual man, the man that leads with his spirit first. So go over here to Thessalonians. I'm trying to get in praying in tongues, but I had people that fornicate and pray in tongues. You can be caught on praying in tongues. People don't like that word. You know, don't be so judgmental. I ain't trying to be judgmental. I'm preaching the Bible. Amen. You better be trying to get it straight before you get to your judgment. Right. Right. He said, this, this, this church is not a church of condemnation. No, this one not either. But it is one of conviction. Yeah. You need to know when you're wrong so you can change. Right. That's right. I preached the last time I preached it. The whole message is about the whole entry into the kingdom is about changing. You can't stay who you are the day you meet Jesus. There's a transformation got to come over you. Got to come over me too. You listen to Dr. Jacobs all these years. He said, I'm still growing. I'm still changing. That's what I love about him. And if you were preaching tonight, he'd have a pencil and paper right now what you're saying. Because he felt like if you was back here, the Holy Ghost had something to do with that. And he'd be taking notes of what you're saying. You remember 10% of what you hear. You remember 50% of what you hear and say. You remember 90% of what you hear, say, and you write down. And the Holy Spirit's job is to recall what you put in your heart. It'll come back up. And you'll need it in a fight. Now look over here in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 23. And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly. Sanctification means that God sets you apart for his use. Before God even would even call me into the ministry, I had to tell him I'm done with the world. Amen. So ain't no preacher out there tripping. <coughs> in the flesh, going to tell me God's talking to you. He said, I sanctify you wholly. Sanctification means set apart for my use. I want your body and spirit for my use. That's what he says over in 1 Corinthians and 2 Corinthians chapter 6. I'll probably read that next. Your body is for my, it's my temple. Yes. I'm not renting it out to the devil on the weekends. Right. Say amen to that. Amen. Because revival requires sanctification. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. And if you get burned up when I'm preaching like this, burn. You're supposed to burn. That's right. Get it out of it. It's supposed to burn. When I'm preaching like this, it's supposed to burn. Yeah. 
when my mama would lay it on me, it burned. That's why I didn't want the whipping. I didn't ever say I was a bad boy. Here's the rod, whip me. I said, can't you got, some, you got something else to do with your time? I said, you come to torment me before the time? <laughs> anyway, moving right along. I love y'all. And I'm going to tell you the truth because I want to do my job as a pastor. And you know what? I got to stand up before Jesus and give account of how I talk to you. I got to answer for this pastoral shit. I got to stand before Jesus and talk about how I carried out my son. That's what it said. People don't read that Bible. That ain't even true. Singing, God, get hold me again. He never stopped holding. He said, I hold you in the heart of my hands. And no devil in hell can pluck you out. You got to jump out. I don't even know if you're successful in that. Unbelief songs. You know, you sing a song like that, I know you don't have a pastor. Or you go to a church of unbelief. I can't take most music. I'm out. If it don't line up with this word, don't sing it to me. All music's supposed to be in the church is the word accompanied with sound of music. We ain't supposed to be singing when we going through the rough side because then nobody tell you to go. He said, my yoke is easy. Now, how did it get so hard on you? Most people, it's hard because of their choices. When we read about Apostle Paul and his struggle, it was because he was preaching the gospel with a revelation perfectly from heaven, and the devil said, if I can stop him, then you won't have a Bible to read in 2021. And that's why he was persecuted, shipwrecked, and stoned, and beaten. Went through all of that because he's going to write two-thirds of the New Testament. Kill the head and the body will die. But he said, the Lord stood with me. That's what he said. And he knew when it was time for him to go. He said, I fought a good fight. I kept the faith. I stayed faithful. And now a crown of righteousness is waiting for me. Thessalonians, right? The very God of peace sanctify you wholly. Amen. Set you apart for his use. So I was in my apartment. I was 22 years old. I know what it's like to have a leg in the world and a leg in church. I got that. I've been in church my whole life. You cannot live like that and have a successful tenure in the blessing. If you got a leg in the world, pull it back out of there. You don't want to put it out there testing the waters. You don't get blessed with nothing. Nothing. You can shout all you want to. You can go to T.D. Jake's man and tell him, get ready, get ready. He's talking to you. He is not talking to you. Girl told me she came here one time and tell, she said, I don't like coming to this church because you teach us how to live right. There's a witness right there. I like going over here because he tells us we're going to have a blessed week. She had lost the apartment, house, almost a shootout in the house between two men, baby's dad and new boyfriend. I thought, you, see, he lied to you, or he wasn't talking to you. 
and you jump with the blessed people. Right. You didn't qualify, but you just jump with them. You jump with them. Ain't he all right? Yes, he is. To the qualified. <laughs> He's all of that. Just business is a mess. Just everything flopped. So refractory and so rebellious. One of the one of the most rebellious young women I ever met in my pastorship. You better know it. Very God of peace sanctify you, which means I, she's saying I refuse to be sanctified. But I want to go to a church where I can play. Bye. Because you'll never do anything for yourself, and you'll never do anything to help carry out the vision that is on us as a church body. So I'm glad you left. Go play over there. Now he don't even have you. Nobody does but the devil. See, I want praying in tongues to count. I don't want it to be vain, jangling, tinkling symbol. I don't want that. Praying in tongues is talking to God because I'm devoted to him. It's speaking mysteries so that the real you comes out. But the real you can't come out unless I want the real me. So I had to tell God when I was 22 years old, I'm done living in the world. And whatever you want me to do with my life, I'll do it. And we've been on this journey for almost 40 years now. We've been on this journey. I'm 60 years old. We've been on this journey that long. Within the two weeks of that apartment, he said, Keith, you're going to be a pastor. That's who you are. I put an anointing on your life when you was a little boy. You just didn't have nobody to help you with it. But I'm going to take you somewhere where the gifting can be cultivated. You have to be cultivated. Yes. Yes. You have to be cultivated. You have to have somebody bring the real you out of you. Yes. The first time I heard Dr. Jacob speak, it was 36 years ago. I said, I knew God was that big. I just needed to hear somebody say it. And for the first time in my life, I heard the real pastoral gift. Yeah. For the first time in my life. It was 40, 480 synagogues in Jerusalem when Jesus showed up and you couldn't get healed in any of them. That's why they hated him because he embarrassed them. Why? He's sanctified. Sanctify you holy, your whole spirit. Notice he put that first because that's who the blessing belongs to. Your spirit is the heir of every spiritual blessing. And your soul and your body gets to enjoy the benefits. Your spirit is the heir. Of every spiritual blessing. The blessing belongs to your spirit man. So you got to put it in front. You can't be led by how you feel your whole life. Because how you, if your feelings are your guide, every time I feel the wrong way about something, I move. 
If your feelings bother you, you ain't going to stay married long. Right. Amen. Amen. If your feelings are leading you and governing you. Yeah, yeah come on. <laughs> Dr. James said, Keith, he said, I said, I said, you just blessed me when you, because I said, you just blessed me when you got up in front of the whole church and said, you can have this church, you can have my house, you can have my car, but you can't have my wife and my children. And divorce is not an option for us. We have problems where we will fix them. I was set. Yeah. I was set. I got up and said, divorce is not an option for yeah. us. I ain't going to tell you what she said, but I'm just telling you what I said. I said, we will fix this and get to work right away on this. You get to work right away on it. <laughs> but if I was moved by feelings, feelings, nothing more than feelings. If that's all you are, it's just feelings. Sometimes you feel like staying. Sometimes you don't. You can feel like you're supposed to be with somebody else. Nothing more than feelings. He said we had challenges. But when you got to the rock of our marriage, there was one word, commitment. I'm committed to you right now, even though you're doing stuff and I don't like you. But that has to do with feelings. And, I, and I'm not talking about somebody you married in the world. I'm talking about somebody praying tongues just like you, love Jesus like you, love the word just like you. Nothing more than feelings will try to govern your marriage. Your spirit is, your spirit ain't moved by feelings. It's moved by what it said it would do. It is your, it is your spirit that should have been in that altar. I'm going to love you all the days of my life. You're bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. And we shall be one forever. That was my spirit talking. You should marry through a spiritual connection. Not through a fleshly connection. Well, he's cute. I don't know what he's going to look like down the road. Right. I don't know what she's going to look like right now. She may be hot now. But she may be something else later on. And I ain't even going to say that because some people can get into their feelings. All right, moving right along. It says right here, I want your spirit, soul, and body preserved blameless until the coming of Jesus Christ. That's what the word is designed to do. Look over here in um, 1 Corinthians chapter 6. 1 Corinthians. <laughs> boy, this is, boy, he had to deal with this church. It's got smoke on it, I'm telling you. This chapter got barbecue in it. They barbecuing. 
Chapter 5, chapter 6 is barbecuing. That's why nobody ever preaches it. But welcome to Church on the Rock. <laughs> verse 9, 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 9. Know ye not that the unrighteous people that are off the plan of God. See, some people are tripped. They're off the plan. They're Christian, but they're off the plan. They are off the plan. And they sometimes act like don't nobody know. Now, I know from day one why they're playing with everybody else. Why they're playing with everybody else. I know. And many times we try to help them. And that is shipwreck, and that's all I want to say about that. Know you not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God. That's the end of it. That's what he came to bring you, the kingdom. Jesus didn't come to bring yourself. He said, repent and change because the kingdom. He preached the kingdom. Now, if you don't have the kingdom, I mean, you ain't got no power. That's where the power is. He said right here, be not deceived. Don't let people trick you. You cannot do the dirty, dirty and be blessed. You must repent and be reconciled. Be not deceived, neither fornicators. That's where we get our word, pornea, for pornography. You don't want to do that with your life, in your eyes, and your heart. No idolaters. Amen. You ought to thank me for preaching this word. Putting some before God, because a lot of people won't touch it. No adulterers. You married, but you want somebody else. Nothing more than feelings. What about your commitment? What about your covenant? No effeminate. I think you look it up. You can look it up. I hadn't looked it up in a while. But I think it means you like somebody the same sex. But anyway. Huh? Same sex, that is. It's in the Bible. I know they voted it in, but that's the kingdom of the world. We're talking about the kingdom of God. No, you're not. The kingdom of God is what this was saying. You can go down to the courthouse and do whatever you want to do. But when it comes to the kingdom, you can't. God did not create them, Adam and Steve. It was Adam and Eve. Now, the devil is out now trying to flip everybody up. I'm almost out of time. I'm preaching on praying in tongues. But I don't want you to be a tingling symbol. Just making noise. Because if you have no inheritance in the kingdom, you're making noise. I don't want tongues to be noise at church on the rock. I want you moving stuff. I want the supernatural. I want angels moving. and I want stuff moving because you're praying in tongues. I don't want to be in here and playing with Jesus. Say amen to that. No abuse of themselves with mankind. No thieves. Don't take some if it's not yours. If you borrowed it, return it. Say amen to that. Brother George Gray came to church on the rock years ago and he preached on people that would take things from their jobs. Pens. Paper. 
towels, toilet paper, because the job had a lot of it. And he said he went down and he went saved and he went home and he looked at his, God got on him. He looked at home. He looked at how all the stuff was from his job. He said, you want to take, the Holy Ghost said, you got to take all that back. They did not authorize you to take it. You stole it. The church got quiet. People were taking wrenches and stuff back to work. And <laughs> Say amen to that. Don't y'all get <laughs> I'm preaching out of the Bible. He was mad at you. <laughs> they killed preachers back in the Old Testament for telling the truth. <laughs> they killed a <them>, man. <laughs> Ain't nobody armed in here, I think. Praise God. Uh, thieves, covetous, want something that somebody else got. I just want to be anointed like them. Anyway, drunkards. Lost a whole group one day because I got on talking about being drunk. I said, like, they did the same thing to me they did to Jesus. They walk with him no more. <laughs> you can't be drunk and go into the kingdom. Come on, is that you, Jesus? <laughs> Moving right along. Revilers, strife people. They just looking to start strife. Extortioners shall inherit. I said, no thieves shall inherit the kingdom. You broke now. You're spiritually broke. What did the devil do to Adam? Robbed him. Took the kingdom from him and sent him out butt naked last place. That's how he ended up. And so now it's, it's see, Jesus is the heir. All this, we just this joint heir. All this stuff is his. Right. But we're joint heirs with him. So the stuff can never be lost again. Right. He got it all back. Now, only thing you can lose, see, Adam lost it for everybody. Yeah. You can't lose it for everybody, everybody no more. Lose it for yourself, though. Yeah. Say amen to that. Amen. Then he goes on down here. Look over here in verse 19. Know you not? Now look at verse 18. Let's read. Flee from the cave. Get running. That's right. Now why are you still standing there? Run. run. Right. Let's say you run. Don't be standing there. Mm -mm. Trying to have a conversation. You know it's going the wrong way. This conversation is going the wrong way. You're supposed to run like Joseph. She had his coat, but he didn't care. <laughs> coat ain't fornication. So he just took off running without his coat. You're supposed to, what did it say do? Run! You ain't never ran in church, but you better run now. Flee fornication. Why? It's trying to rob you. So that when you get in the pray, you can't. Your own heart will convict you. Yeah. That's why they got it. Those of you that know how to get a prayer through, those of you that kept your slate clean, that's what they're saying. Yeah. These are coming in front of the church and say that all the time. I never ask somebody to pray for me. Now, Paul did. There's a scriptural way to do it. People should pray for their pastor. Pray that, I, pray that the gospel comes out of me, the mysteries of the gospel. 
One woman came in here and told me, I'm going to pray that you don't sin. Oh, you ought to pray that you don't sin. <laughs> Last time I saw her, she was drunk, getting drunk at a bar. Yes, she was. Left here like she was all spiritual. Then I go into a restaurant to eat. And she come in with her drinking friends and saw us. She saw us. Well, me and my family sitting there. Instead of, she wanted to flee. But she came there with a friend. And she didn't want to run with a friend. What are you running for? So she turned her back to us. She went to the bar like this. And sat out. If we came around that side, she turned this way. If we come on that side, she turned this way. I know who you are. And Jesus does too. Thou has fallen. I wasn't even looking for it. Just showed up. Flee fornication. Every sin that a man doeth is without the body. But he that committed fornication sin against his own body. Can have trouble, man. Now, moving right along. What? What? I'll put a big question mark there. What? <laughs> <laughs> know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost? Right. I'm talking about praying in tongues tonight, but I don't want praying in tongues at Church on the Rock to be a dangling jingle, right. a meaningless noise, right. because the Holy Ghost has to give you the utterance. Amen. People can fake utterances. It's not the Holy Ghost because right. they plan. The body is a temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which you have of God, and you are not your own. When you get saved, you ain't you no more. Your body is not yours. So if somebody wants to sleep with you, tell them to find a body. You can accommodate them. But this one is not even mine. I'm going to give you something that's not mine. Right. It belongs to your mate, not your date. Now, I better say it again. It belongs to your mate, not your date. Until there's a ring, there shall be no thing. That's pretty simple, ain't it? Amen. I messed up, but I cleaned it up. Amen. All you got to do is, yeah, 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 nothing wrong with messing up. If you mess up, clean up. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Amen. 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 When in my department, I told God, I'm, I'm, this ain't working anyway. Because he ain't going to help you with that relationship. It's going to fail. Y'all going to break up. Right. And that song said, breaking up is hard to do. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I got to go home. <laughs> Break it up is hard. You young people. Amen. Just do it right. God will help you. Yeah. And you can live happily ever after. That's what Pastor Sinton and I doing, living happily ever after. The big bad wolf is gone. <laughs> <laughs> you got a house that's built on a rock. 
And it don't matter how the devil huff and puff and try to blow your house down. It's built on a rock. And that rock is Christ. On Christ the solid rock I stand. <laughs> y'all didn't even clap or nothing. Y'all like Pastor Cynthia. Y'all trying to encourage me not to sing. I already told y'all about that. Let me finish this up. You are brought with a price. It costs something to get you. There was a price that had to be paid to heal you, to deliver you and sanctify you. You were not cheap. It was a heavy price God had to pay. Somebody had to shed their blood. Somebody had to hang on the cross. Somebody had to be persecuted, lied on, beat on, spit on, whipped on, killed and put into hell itself. Cause something to get your body. Body come cheap. Your body is expensive to God. It's expensive. You expensive. <laughs> you're not cheap. Some people probably don't think we can see themselves cheap. Can I tell who you would? I can tell you if you think you're expensive or not. Show me your group. No, you think you're cheap. You are expensive. You are priceless. And you need to carry yourself like that. Then don't touch me. Be like Jesus. Don't touch me. <laughs> he wouldn't let him touch him. He said, don't touch me. I'm expensive. Until you pay the right price. Mm, I'm no past shit. I won't let past touch me. Say amen to that. You know I ain't lying. <laughs> Standing on holy ground in here. <laughs> All right, moving right along. I got to go on. You are not your own. You are brought with a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body, in your spirit. So God's supposed to be getting glory. See, your body's so expensive, it's designed for glory to flow yeah. through it. Your body's designed for glory to flow through it. When you lay hands on the sick, glory flows through you. Yeah. If you glorify God in your body, then when you lay hands, the glory that glorifies God will come through your hands yeah. and God will get glory out of the person. Do you see why the devil wants the church <coughs> plan? He does not want us touching into the glory. He doesn't want us in it. So he tries to disqualify us. The job is harder now. Because he got to go one by one. The job is harder now. Unless you can get the pastor, you can get the whole church. But I ain't selling out. Hallelujah. I'm putting this word out here. Yeah. I'm not selling out. Hallelujah. Now, you qualify for the blessing of all spiritual blessings. Now, look at this over here, and then I got to stop. Pastor Cynthia, ready to go. She only one can grunt in the church and still stay a member. 
like them kind of privileges. <laughs> I am over. I'm over on time. She just let me know I'm over on time. Now look at this in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 13, because this is what happens. Uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 12. Now I'm done after this, and I'm done. I can't get all this. Nobody can. We've got to keep... We've got to keep doing this. Now, we have not received the spirit of the world. Now, notice what the spirit of the world does. It try to get you in with the world. You have to reject the spirit of the world. You have to receive the spirit of God. But the spirit which is of God, that we may know the things that are freely given to us of God. Now, notice, when I receive the Holy Spirit and let him pray through me, that's one of the ways I get the things that are freely given to me. I get to get those all spiritual blessings that have been freely given to me. Through my relationship with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. The devil wants us to have the spirit of the world on us. Uh -huh. We have not received. That spirit is coming to be received. Mm -hmm. And he said we have not received that spirit. And people who receive that spirit. Even though they're Christians. They don't get what was belonged to. Because the Holy Spirit is supposed to be occupying their attention. Uh -huh. That's right. <clears throat> it's spiritual adultery. That's what it is. I'm sleeping with another spirit I'm not married to. Let's yeah. just put it that yeah, way. Let's just lay it out there like Amen. that. That's how real it is to God. It's spiritual adultery. I'm married to God, not the spirit of this world. And he says, we have not received that spirit, which don't take it. And we receive this. So we may know the things that are freely given. Which things also we speak not in the words which man's wisdom teaching. That's part of pain. That would include praying in tongues. Which things we speak, the things that are freely given. You speak in tongues, you speak those things. You are speaking them into existence. You have to pray out your own future. People without a prayer life stay where they are. And praying in tongues is the way out, is to pray out where you belong, but you're not there yet. It says, which things... We speak not in words which man's wisdom teacheth, but the Holy Ghost teaches. It's talking about praying in tongues, speaking things in the realm of the Spirit about my destiny. So when Dr. Jacobs prayed over me in tongues, he said, you're going to have to get this out of the Spirit yourself. And then it came to me, and I wrote it down. I sat down, I wrote it down, just like he was giving me a prophecy. He said, I'm bringing all your words to pass. And George Gray told me that almost 30 years ago. He came talking about turning all people, turning all that stuff back. He had a word for me. He said, you're going to have what you say. And everybody got that. But what he was telling me, you, you cannot speak how you feel. I'm here to bring you. And Dr. Jacobs ministered. The angel came. For, I'm coming for your words. The whole spirit realm is trying to gather the words that have been secretly spoken by God, now through coming out of your lips by the Holy Ghost, yeah. so that your life be supernatural. Yeah. And it's going to make you a wealthy person, yeah, too. It yes, it is. Yeah. I'm just telling yeah. you. Yeah. Hallelujah. All right. Thank you, Father. Now, but the natural man, see, that's what the devil, see, he said, I, I started this off. Let me read verse 3. Also, speak with man's with Holy Ghost teacher, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. He compares spiritual things with spiritual people. That's why every spiritual blessing has been given to the spiritual. Yes. 
And it's the Holy Spirit's job is to compare and bring to revelation your spiritual blessings that belong to you. Yeah. Kenneth Hagin says the man that follows the leading of the Spirit in this way, you're going to be a wealthy man because of the power of the blessing. You're going to have to move with your spirit, man. And praying in tongues will help you do that. I knew Dr. Jacobs was my pastor. That's why I never had, I'll never have one, another. That's my testimony. That's my life. And there's some of them in here, some of you in here, the pastor left the pathway of the spiritual. And the church closed. And that's why you're here. If the pastor fails, that's why he says, smite the shepherd and the sheep will scatter. I'm glad God took me slow. Bunch out there real quick. An inheritance quickly gained can be lost. I'm glad God took me slow. Kenneth Copeland said this, if God starts prospering you and it's his plan, it'll take more faith to live that way than your current state now. You can't be here because God has a plan to make you rich. You're already rich. Amen. You just ain't walked in it yet. And there's more warnings about wealth. He says, don't even talk. He said, charge the people that are rich. Command them. So they'll lay up they have a, they'll, have a, they'll have a storehouse where they've laid up good works so they can be received and command them to give and be generous. Yes. Don't ask, but command them. Yes. Why? Because there's more judgments in it. Yes. Money can become your God. Yes. You don't think, I don't even need it. I, don't, I got it like that. <laughs> Why I got to be there? The warning's in the Bible. He says, but the natural man, verse 4, receive not the things of the Spirit of God. They are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. Those blessings have to be spiritually discerned. Mm -hmm. Just lift your hands to heaven.